Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, and uh, happy, uh, Merry Christmas Eve. Happy holidays to all those who don't celebrate Christmas. Um, we, uh, it's, it's been, a, it's been a rough week. It is crazy because the pit was on such a good high. Five game win streak. Even if you lost, you won your first ACC game. Even if you lost to Louisville, who was just ranked last week, you're just hoping that you saw progress. But man, did Pitt get a double whammy. Losing Justin Champagne to a knee injury for six to eight weeks. It's practically just two months. Two months. It's December. They won't get him back until February. Right around when this season's probably going to start to get decided. Audie's Tony being day to day. Them having to play without two of their three big guns. We've been calling them the three big guns on this very show. And Pitt had to go against Louisville without two of them. Now, the big thing about this game, of course, as I wrote over DKPittsburghSports.com, or right now you can subscribe for just $19.99 under our, our special gift subscription special. If you don't got it, I don't know what you're doing. If you got it, give it give the gift of great sports coverage to somebody else. For just $19.99, you can give someone a year-long subscription to our website. Pitt, Penn State, Duke, Kane, Steelers, Pirates, Penguins, all of it. But the key thing here, the key thing that I'm looking at from this game that they where they lost to Louisville 64-54 is there was some hope and some answers. And some and, and not just wildly someone just got hot and just hit a couple lucky jumpers. But there was some systematically good play or should I say systemically I always mess that up anyways point being Femi Odakale another young man from Brooklyn was giving people the business in this game he had 16 points he was matched up with Carly Jones Carly Jones who coming in this game I was like oh man that that dude's a bad man like they're gonna have problems with him he's a senior Femi's a freshman and fresh and the freshman Femi was cooking him I mean, there was a couple possessions there, especially when Pitt went like on a, it was like a seventeen to one run at one point in the first half, and like he crossed him over, he spun on him, then he came into the well. The dude asked for help, and then he finger rolled it off all of them. I'm like, ooh. Then he was hitting shots in his face, and it was just like, okay, yeah, this kid, this kid's cooking him. And then eventually, Louisville switched their their senior and one of their captains off of Femi Odakale. Ooh, that was a statement. And then you saw John Hugley doing his thing, seven boards, seven rebounds, or seven points. Now, Pitt does need to get a lot of rebounding help because Justin Champagne covered up a lot a lot for that, as did Audie's Tony. This is not going to be some easy road, road to hoe for them. They're going to need people to grow up and grow up fast. But I liked the fight that I saw. This team didn't give up just because they knew they were down. And when you think about it, Xavier Johnson and Abdul Kareem Akulabali all fouled out in this game. When they finished this game, they were down four starters. Four. And they weren't just some nobodies. Because Johnson's the other of the big three. Now, Xavier, he he got, he got to stop, you know, the getting into foul trouble early. Teams are teams are banking on it at this point. And Tim O'Toole um, even said as much after the game. is like, yeah, the charges, we, you know, we... We, you know, they're smart. This is what Louisville does. We told, we, you know, we we talked about it. We worked on it. He's got to, he's got to avoid those and some of the reaching fouls he he gets it, he gets on himself. 
And if, if Johnson doesn't do that, maybe that allows him to be on the floor more, which allows him and Femi Otakale to be a dual, dual weapons. And it's funny because both are point guards, but Femi, after the game was talking, he was like, it's like it don't matter. When, I, when both of us are on the floor, we just get into our flow. And that's what they need. They need they need guys that are willing to just make plays, work the offense, and be successful. And be willing to be aggressive but play within the plan. I think that's the balance here. Is that Xavier Johnson, you know, from his first year with the team, he he, he knew how to be aggressive, but he didn't know how to do it with the team. And he's getting better at that. But he also needs talent around him so that he can stop thinking he has to always do it. And there were times in this game he was feeling it. In that second half, he had a huge dunk that really got the bench going. He had a three that was really good. But his his contributions were limited because he kept running into foul trouble. And we could talk about the rebound to be a problem. They do need to hit the free to hit from the free throw line. But the bottom line here is that this team has some playmakers on it. And they're being scrappy and they're learning. And if this was the floor, if this was if this was what you know what happens when a lot of things go wrong. They shot poorly again, in, you know, too early in the first half and too early in the second half. They need to pick that up. But if this is the limit, or like you know, the, if this is the floor, if this is as low as they can get, um, with without Justin Champagne and Audis Tony, they could they could steal some games in these AC, in these ACC months. And they're gonna need to steal some games because they got Duke coming up. They going. I think they got to play Notre Dame soon. Like they, they have some tough games lined up for them. It's not going to be easy. But Tim O'Toole, who I, I liked his post game comments. I was like, oh, he's fire. He's fiery. Also, Tim O'Toole, he was hilarious on the sidelines. If y'all were watching that game, I don't know if you could see it on TV, but we, I, I was in the Pete, and like every time when Pitt was on that run, when they scored a bucket, you saw him like to leap, like leap to his feet and be like, ah, I'm losing his mind. You know, and I'm just, and you saw the bench was feeling it, and then you saw uh, when a foul was called, he would be like, "What? Wait!" He'd be going after the ref, and it was just, it was kind of funny to see the coach being animated. But then the players started getting a little too animated, especially with the play calls, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, they mean simmer down." But after the game, Tumo Tool talked about grit. He talked about you know owning up to who being Pittsburgh. He talked about not making excuses because they want to make this a powerhouse program, and I really think they mean that. That's not just coach speak. That's not just you know, making stuff up. I, I think they're really planning and they got the, the, the things in place to take this program where it needs to go. And that's the thing here. I didn't see them do enough to win this game and they know that. They're not they're not satisfied with this. And, and I know they're not satisfied because Nike Sabande in just his first start for the team came out about an hour and a half after the game was over. I'm still writing my story and working on Carter's classroom and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting there in the Pete, and he comes out, and he's sh- just shooting free throws. And after he made, like, four in a row, then he went on and did other drills, and he was just working on that while listening to his music. Good sign for the senior transfer who just got activated last week that he's trying to work on his game, and he's not satisfied. Like to, to see that. And I think you're seeing that from across the board. Like, Femi Odakali wasn't like, oh, yeah, I had a good game against Carly Jones, and I led the team in scoring. He was like, no, we lost. I hate this. And Tim O'Toole wasn't like, oh, I coached my, you know, I coached in place of Jeff Capel and that was fun and all. He was, nah, we lost. I hate this. This team, 
I think is headed in the right direction. This program is headed in the right direction. Yes, they just got to dealt a huge blow, the hugest blow that you could probably get outside of losing him for the entire season. Because when you think about it, Champagne being gone six to eight weeks, that means February. That means conference tournament time. And that's a lot to ask of a dude who's on fire to just be able to pick it back up after two months' time and be like, oh, yeah, I remember how to do this. And then also the rest of the team being like, okay, yeah, we remember what it's like to have him part of us. And it's going to be a lot to ask them to get through an ACC schedule. We were talking about, man, is this the year that, that Pitt finally turns it around in the ACC? And then the guy who's supposed to help them do that can't help them do that. But we're going to see. How resilient are they? We're going to see. Can it, it, Are Jeff Capel's recruits that are these freshmen that keep getting time, William Jeffress, Noah Collier, Femi Utakale, John Hugley, are these kids ready? We certainly will find out over time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll just discuss some pit football stuff. Not huge news, but some stuff that I'm sure you might have fun talking about right after this. Back here on the DKH2P podcast. So a report came out that uh, linebacker coach uh, Rob Harley is leaving for Arkansas State. We haven't seen it confirmed. But we've seen it confirmed. You know why? Because <laughs> Pat Narduzzi got a Pat Narduzzi. He just he throws up a shrug emoji and a laughing emoji. And I'm just like, uh. And I saw a lot of responses to it. I saw a lot of people being like, dang it, why you got to be classless? Like someone was making fun of his name and all this other stuff. And I'm like, guys, relax. I think it's just like a, I mean, it, 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 the reaction's kind of like how I would if, if I saw something like that. Now, should he not say anything? Sure, fine. But I don't think it should overshadow everything else that's going on. And, and losing the linebacker coach, you know, Harley was doing a good job. Cervantes uh, Dennis has play, played very well. Um, I think it was Wendell Davis who you know missed the entire season basically after a really good start to the season. Um, I think that you know it it does hurt. It sucks to see. But what doesn't hurt is all the pit football stuff that we're seeing from all his recruits. And not just recruits, really, but all the players that played this year. Because the awards were racking up this week. First team All-American defensive end, Rashad Weaver. I didn't think Rashad Weaver was going to get this kind of hype. I, I, I think he deserves it. But I thought people were going to be like, eh, Patrick Jones, he's better. He had more sacks, all that stuff. But it seems like people are, are climbing on the Rashad Weaver train, which I, I'm on, but I didn't think all these other people would be. And if people are hopping on the Rashad Weaver train, I was saying he should be a third-round pick. But if people are hopping on this train like this, maybe, maybe he's pushing himself into second round? Maybe? Now, again, a lot of this is going to depend on how, uh, on, on, you know, on how he does in the combine and everything else and other players and all that. But... That was pretty cool. And again, it, it kept lining up. Uh, freshman All-Americans. Uh, for, uh, we, we, there was uh, uh, Jordan Addison, first team. Kalijah Kansi, first team. Honorable mention for the All-ACC team, Kirk, Kirk, uh, Krista DeLue, uh, the punter. Honorable mention, Bryce Hargrove, a guard. Honorable mention, Jordan Addison, a wide receiver. Third team, All-ACC was Cervantes Dennis. Second team was Alex Kessman as a kicker, who, again, set the pit record for uh, most 
most points scored as a, as a kicker and also set an uh, NCAA record for most 50-yard field goals made and the highest percentage of them made, I believe, too. I think, you know, of course, with like five or ten made. Second team, all ACC safety, DeMar Hamlin, very well-deserved. Um, I, I DeMar is an interesting character because, not a character, but you know what I mean, like he's an interesting profile for the draft because he's a good playmaker. He's gritty. He's He fits into so many different things that you ask, ask defensive backs to do. And I think he would really work really well in the NFL. I just don't know if people are going to give him the shot that he deserves. But who knows? We've seen Dane Jackson prove some people wrong. Jordan Whitehead's out there doing some damage. Maybe someone gives him a shot, and he and he makes he makes some hay there. Second team, all ACC center, Jimmy Morrissey. Well-deserved. Dude's a captain. Dude's a leader. You got to appreciate that, man. Now, first team, all ACC. As a return specialist, DJ Turner, who also had his kid recently. Congratulations to him. DJ Turner, I, that's cool that he's getting recognized. Again, this was his only his really this is really really his only year. He was at Maryland, never really put up numbers. He had two 180 yard game for Pitt games for Pitt and as a receiver, and he was a good returner for the team. He protected the football. He was getting downfield, making people miss. A heck of a transfer. You you know if you're Pitt, you'd wish that he'd come back and not go to the NFL so that you can get one more year of that, especially with Kenny Pickett coming back. But he's already declared. Um, wish the best of luck to him. First team all ACC. Rashad Weaver, of course. And of course that means first team all team ACC Patrick Jones. I mean, how cool is that? The two in the conference, in a competitive conference, which Pitt finished in the middle of, you that it's it's all its first team defense is has both your bookend of defensive ends. One side is the you know, both sides is coming with your guys. Those guys rush the passer, man. Those guys, they deserve shots. They deserve shots to be um to, to be uh, just wreckers of quarterbacks in the NFL. I think they could, they really have the potential, man. All-American pro football focused defensive end. First team as an edge defender, Rashad Weaver. Huge. Second team, same same list, All-American PFF, Kirk Christodoulou, the punter. He was really he was really doing his doggone thing this year too, Christodoulou. I think he, he, him, him having another year would be really good. Um... I know Pitt has Andy Lee. He's at, they had had Andy Lee for a long time in the NFL. He's still there with the Niners, but um, they might have another one here. But I mean, that's a whole bunch of awards for current players. And again, Kenny Pickett's coming back. Jimmy Morsey hasn't officially announced for the draft either. He might be coming back. And we were talking about the Pitt recruiting class. I understand some people are frustrated with Narduzzi. I understand some people are frustrated like when he says things like that or just tweets things like that. But it's like, come on, guys. He is doing good things. He's bringing good players in. And yes, I'm I'm you heard you've heard me all season long, the things they need to clean up, the things that are frustrating, but we do have to give him credit where credit is due. We do got to acknowledge the successes of the, the people that he's recruiting to this program and the way that it, it is it is producing solid results here and there. I, I think the biggest thing is if this offense could get going when the defense was hot like it was earlier this year, it would relieve, relieve so much pressure. Also, they do need some super cornerbacks. I'm sorry, but that's just Narduzzi's system. But they they they've been recruiting some heavy guys there. Rashad Battle looked like he could be he could be one of them. 
I do like what I saw of A.J. Woods. I'm not saying he's a shutdown guy, but I like his progression. But I think that when you look at these awards piling up and you look at, you know, the recruits that they're pulling in, this program isn't headed nowhere. Now, great, it's not going to become a superpower, but that's also because college football is broken right now. I mean, it's 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 Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, and and what random team that's going to get spanked in the first round of the playoffs every year? This year it just happens to be Notre Dame, and they're going to get spanked. I don't care what you say. But um, when I look when I look at this Pitt team, you're not looking at them to become a superpower. You're looking at them to rise up in the ACC, makes ha- have some better seasons. And maybe he'll get there. Now, granted, he's had six years to do that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of question marks here and there. But there are merits to be had with this program. I think that's the thing you got to focus on. I know Thanksgiving was last month, but I feel the same kind of wanting to be thankful feeling around Christmas time and the holidays. And as a Pitt fan, you got to watch Rashad Weaver and Patrick Jones wreck shop for an entire season together. That was pretty cool. We've seen a lot of talent go through this program, and I think that there's still more coming very soon for people to play, and I think it's going to be fun to watch. So enjoy your holidays. Don't freak out about Pitt stuff. Hopefully this basketball stuff, we see some people rising up. They play Duke next Tuesday. I won't be there, but I will be covering it for you on our live file right on the site because it's in in, uh, Durham, North Carolina. But there's a lot of good things that could be working out for Pitt very soon. And a lot of good signs that makes us like, hey, you know what? It's cool to be a Pitt fan sometimes. Again, happy holidays to all. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to the DK Sports Radio Network. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Also, um, leave us a five-star review with a positive comment. That stuff really helps out our network and getting the word out about what we're doing here. Happy holidays to all. Stick with DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm off for the next few days. But um, DK and everyone else will be bringing the goods. Be talking to y'all soon. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.